So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have another fantastic episode lined up for you here tonight. I cannot wait to bring the amazing Wendy Nash up onto the stage. She is waiting in the wings right now, ready, ready. She's ready to come on. Before we do that, real quick, the Mind Body Business Show. It is a show that I developed with you in mind, the business owner, the entrepreneur, looking to make it that one next step or even more ahead in your business and even in your life. And what I do is I bring on successful entrepreneurs from all over the world. And by the way, Wendy comes by way of Australia near Brisbane. So this is an amazing, amazing, fun time we live in that we can do this in real time. And I love to bring on these amazing guests like Wendy because when they come on without fail, they will reveal their quote unquote secrets to success. And there's really no secret to it. It's just knowing what to put into your life, when and how to do it. And then you can then simply model, which is a simply uh, a, a fancy word for copy. You can simply model what they're doing to achieve success faster rather than try to reinvent the wheel, which takes a lot more time. So what if you could take two years to reach success versus 10 years uh, if you're trying to do it all on your own? That is what the Mind Body Business Show is all about. And those are the three pillars of success. It's about mind, which is mindset and I've, I've interviewed and studied and read successful people for a good decade, and I dedicated to doing just successful people. And what I found were those three pillars kept bubbling to the top. And to a person, each successful person I studied had that mindset. What mindset? A positive, productive, and most importantly, flexible. Flexible mindset. And body. Body is literally because... Each of these individuals took care of themselves physically and nutritionally. And then business, that is so multi-multifaceted. We'll have some great chats with that, I'm sure, this evening with Wendy Nash. Because business, uh, in order to build a thriving and successful business and then scale it beyond that, one must acquire and master various skill sets that are necessary to do just that. Skill sets like sales, marketing, team building, leadership, systematizing. I could go on for quite some time. The good news is you don't have to actually master every single one of those by yourself. In fact, if you master one of those that I mentioned uh, just a moment ago, then the rest can literally fall into place much simpler. And that one skill set is the skill set of leadership. Now, you might be thinking, well, Brian, I don't have a team yet. I'm a solopreneur. Nothing wrong with that. So practice the skill set of leading yourself. There's always opportunity to improve yourself in the realm of leadership. And speaking of improving and amazing entrepreneurs, another wonderful trait I found out about the successful, the most successful out there are they are also very avid readers of books. And with that, I want to quickly segue into a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. There you see it. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. And a real quick word of advice for those of you watching uh, live, even if you're listening on podcast, I would implore of you to rather than... Uh, want to go click away and go check out these resources because I'll guarantee you Wendy will have several is rather than do that is to write them down and then visit them after the show is over. Because like I like to say from stage all the time, the magic happens in the room. And what does that mean in this sense? Well, you could be watching the show, listening to the show, but then your attention is diverted when you type in another URL, another website, something you want to go visit. And at that moment, it could be the moment that Wendy Nash says that one thing that could change your life forever, and you may miss it. 
So just keep your focus and gaze on the show while the show's going. And then after it's over, you can go visit those resources because you have written them down. So the Reach Your Peak Library is no different. So reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Uh, go ahead and write that down and uh, and then visit it later. And what that is, is simply a website that I had my team put together as a result of my own library of books that I have personally read and I vet. Now, the thing is, I did not read very voraciously. In fact, I didn't read at all. I mean, literally no books until about the age of 47. Okay, I read some in, in school, but I think you know what I mean. Nothing about business or anything like that. And then I began reading voraciously and discovered it really is life-changing. And so I started putting these books together to say, these are the ones that were impactful to me personally in my business or my personal life or even both. And so I just put in only those books that have had a great effect on me and things. There's a lot of things in these books as I see them scroll by that have uh, that I've put into action that have literally catapulted my business over time. So that's there for you as a resource. Look, it's not there to make money. If you find a book and you'd rather go to Amazon, which, well, every one of these buttons go to Amazon. But if you'd rather go there yourself and go find it there, I'm fine with that. It's just a way, a resource for you to have the ability to find a book and cut down the possible uh, error in reading a book that maybe might waste your time. And that's what it's there for, to help you optimize your time and be more efficient and to be amazing. Speaking of amazing, I think you know what that means. It's time to bring on the one, the only, Wendy Nash. Let's do it. Here she comes. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. Yes, and there she is, ladies and gentlemen. And it's the only <laughs> Wendy Nash. <laughs> fantastic welcome it's exciting it's really nice to be here and thank you very much for for having me on the show it's really i'm really looking forward to this show this is um this has been really fun and i really there are two things i always like to do when i start um a show and that is first to say thank you for you know invite allowing me to come onto your show and uh it feels it just feels really lovely you've been an amazing host so far and what people don't know is that we've actually been chatting and getting to know each other for about half an hour so um that is actually something i haven't had before there's a huge amount of prep that brian does in in this and so i just want to kind of give a bit of a heads up not only to brian and also that uh so when we booked this call a couple of months ago um, I was looking for a camera and then right at that time he says get this camera and there's like there's so much sort of whittling and, and tweaking of things that you have done and your team and also your community just brings something you know even if it's just a download of the numbers and or talking with somebody or something you heard and maybe you do it slightly different next time all that sort of is included as part of this program so thank you to also brian his team also to the community and i also want to say thank you to juliet who's my creative manager because she's the she's my kind of go-to person on my side so and my partner there's a whole lot of people who are part of this great big thing so um thank you very much for everybody for making this happen and the other thing I like to do is I like to really honour the land that I'm calling from. So it's an Aboriginal tradition in Australia. I'm calling from Queensland. And there is a, a really important process, which is to acknowledge where I am. And I'm calling on from Gubby Gubby country. And um, the Aboriginal people have been here for 70,000 70, years. So, it's, so Christianity, it's 2,000. Buddhism, it's two and a half. This is 70,000 years. That's 35 times. So it's like, what, two year, 2,000 times by the, you know, by to the power of something. <laughs> and it's really not until you know where you've come from that you can say, this is where I am. And you know what? 
this is where we're going. Everything is part of the larger picture, including the community, including what we've appreciated and including what's crashed and burned. Like everything is about observing, changing, noticing where we're going well, noticing where we're not going well and thinking, you know what, we can do it slightly different. So anyway, thank you very much. And I love your, your book thing. I thought that was great. And while, while that was on and I was in the background, can I give a recommendation of some four books that I really loved? Am I allowed to do that? Absolutely. All right. So I haven't written any of these books, but these are personally books that I have found really, really fantastic. One is a book called Rapport, The Four Ways to Read People by Emily Allison and Lawrence Allison. And they are, um, are forensic psychologists who have evaluated interactions with terrorists and criminals with the police. Um, and they've got a forensic style to it. And this was like, I've done a psychotherapy training, but it missed a really clear thing. And I thought this book absolutely nailed it. So this is the book. It's called Rapport. And it's just an absolute standout book. So that's that one was a real game changer for me. This other next book is a book called Cover Your Ass Online, which is an Australian author. And it's a super simple, it's a, a guide protecting your online business assets. And I think it's perfect for entrepreneurs. It's uh, Jeanette Jifkins. And I was given this as a freebie as a, um, as a startup entrepreneur weekend thing. And I thought, oh, yeah, it's just one of those free books. Don't care. But it's absolutely fantastic and it's short. So each, each paragraph goes through the legals and the social media and stuff like that. So that's a, a really fantastic book. And it's Australian, so I like to promote that. This is These are two books by the same author. And this was because I was prepping for another interview and I read one of the previous hosts. <clears throat> I listened to one of the previous hosts. Excuse me, he was coughing. And this is a guy called Dermot Crowley. And he originally wrote Smart Work. And this is a productivity book. And this is about make, using... Uh, your calendar and your emails and really getting your emails kind of in check. So that is a fantastic, his name's Dermot Crowley. And this one is Smart Teams, which is really thinking about um, how are you communicating that each different form of communication is different? So uh, it, it needs something different. You don't do the same thing for everything. And that's really thinking about how do you want to work with your team? So that I, they're my four books for your little collection. My goodness, we are off to one heck of a start. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to drop them now and then I'll say why, because those were some bomb dropping moments if there ever was one. Look, they're going towards my, my knowledge bombs, smart bombs, bombs of wisdom. So here's the thing. Listen up. Uh, she already gave you a lot of advice without even giving you straight up advice. Why do I say that? She started the show with an outpouring of gratitude. And so that was the beginning of the show. And I've seen and heard and, and also practiced myself starting every day with gratitude. And that is a great way to put your mind in a great state for the rest of the day and then keep going to it. So she's teaching without even like putting it in your face that that's what she's teaching by example already. And then she gave four fantastic resources. And I love when uh, guests come on and give recommendations for books. And this is what I do. And I implore of everyone watching and listening to do the same. When you have somebody that's successful and you hear them talking and they, they offer suggestions or recommendations for books, Number one, write them down. I wrote them down. I'm running the show and I'm taking notes. So I'm not doing anything I don't uh, I wouldn't ask. Um, so I wrote those down. And then after the show, I'm going to go to Audible. If they're on Audible format, I'm going to order them, put them in my library. And that way they're always there. I know if they're in my library, there was a reason for them, even if I don't remember why I put them there. <laughs> and that's what I do. And that way I have read so many phenomenal books as a direct result of recommendations, just like what Wendy did. And before I go any farther, I gotta take care of a little bit of housekeeping, Wendy. And that is, wanna give a shout out to the big insider secrets there just above her. Let's see, that would be her over her left shoulder on the right side of the screen as you're watching the Mind Body Business Show. I hope you're watching live. And if you're not, you can head over to themindbodybusinessshow.com and then register to be notified when the next show airs live. And that's all we do. We don't uh, sell anything. We just say, hey, it's coming up and here's the link. All you have to do is click the link and you're in and you can participate with us. And that's what we love uh, to share it, share it wide and far. Uh, give us some great ratings on the podcast. Uh, we're on everything. We're on 30 over 30 podcast platforms. You see just a smattering of them. I think they're yep right beneath me. And uh, 
the big insider secrets that is a company that is run by a dear friend of mine jason nast and he sponsors this show and as a result you can enter to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort because of the big insider secrets all you have to do is number one stay on with us live until the end because then i will be revealing how you can enter to win and i hope you win it's, it's a phenomenal you do not want to miss it it's a legitimate vacation stay and then a couple more and then we're going to get rolling like deep into it here we go so if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it might be overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes possibly done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show which is very important and to connect with great people like <clears throat> Wendy Nash and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to carpetbombmarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And one of the key components that's contained in this whole Carpet Bomb Marketing system, this is just one of many, is one that you'll learn how to absolutely master. Uh, it's the very service we're using to stream our live show right here, right now on the Mind Body Business Show. And over the course of now 10 years of live streaming, I've tried so many of these quote unquote TV studio solutions for live streaming. I have to tell you, StreamYard is the best of the best. Uh, it, it combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality. And you can actually use them and start them and try them out for free. Write this down. It's ryp.im forward slash stream live ryp.im forward slash stream live go visit that later and then you can start streaming high quality live video shows of your very own and you can just test this on your own pages and private groups and have a great time and then then take it to the next level uh, live video is where it's at today and that's why wendy is here with us right now she is an amazing amazing woman i cannot wait to dive in so we're going to do that uh but first I need to give you the introduction you so richly deserve, Wendy. I, I just have to do that. And so what I'd like to do is let everybody know a little bit more about you before we dive into that wonderful, beautiful brain of yours and see what you got going. So Wendy's company is Kindly Cut the Crap. I love that name. Meditation Coaching. She teaches startup founders and CEOs the art of introspection to navigate the emotionally, physically, and financially taxing process of building a business. Oh boy, howdy, do we know about all that? Yes, she believes the CEO is the foundation of whether a company does well. And her observation is that whatever the CEO isn't owning within themselves is what gets played out at work. This is powerful. The more blind spots a person has, the less productive the workforce. It, it's true, it all comes down from the top. To see behind blind spots, you need to make a courageous inquiry, but do it kindly. Wendy has a four-year somatic psychotherapy diploma. Say that three times fast. Her <laughs> Bachelor of Psychology Honors thesis studied the effects of loving-kindness meditation on pro-social behavior, and she's been practicing loving-kindness and other meditations for, listen to this, almost 20 years. Do you think she knows what she's doing? I think so. That's why she's here. Currently, Wendy is studying a two-year diploma of mindfulness and compassion at the Insight Meditation Institute. What does that tell everyone out there right now? In addition to everything, she's been doing this for 20 years. Did she just stop learning? No, she's going after yet another diploma and learning and going even deeper and getting even better. That is one of the things, that's one of the reasons she is on this very show. She is a go-getter and very successful and amazing officially formally wendy nash welcome to the show i'm so so blessed to have you here thank you so thank much you. look it's so lovely and i tell you what i've actually just been it was so interesting you know like oh yeah that's me isn't it you know like i just i crashed and burned at school so i always go i'm really stupid and i'm just like going oh oh that's me i'm one of those people who i used to go wow they're amazing and i'm like I'm not saying I'm amazing, by the way, but I was like, wow, I've got like, like things, you know, I was thinking I was always a failure and everything. And, and I'm just like that, that person who I was, you know, like who, where have I come from? That person is kind of how I've got to this place, you know, but it's, it's kind of weird to do that, but I've just been accepted into, I don't know if you've heard of Tara Brack and Jack Cornfield, but they are two, um, 
really amazing Buddhist teachers and they have a, a two-year teacher training, meditation teacher training. And um, one of the guest lecturers is Eckhart Tolle. So if you've ever heard of him, mm -hmm. he wrote a book called Absolutely. The Power of Now. Yeah. So, and there's like other amazing, amazing teachers. And I've just been accepted into that uh, for the next two years. And I, I mean, it's such a privilege to be able to be part of that. So I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm not one for resting on my laurels. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and that is the trait of the most successful people that I studied is, you know, look, I, I hear so many people talk about, you know, when are you going to retire? I said, what does retire mean? Uh, that's not even my, my vocabulary. You know, as long as my heart's beating and I'm able and capable to help others, that's what I want to continue to do. Uh, and to, to do that, I don't know. It's, it's a drive that you and I share. I'm sure, Wendy, that we're just driven and we want to continue to improve and raise the bar not so much for ourselves, but for the results we get for the people that we work with and come in contact with. It doesn't even have to be transactional and money involved in it. It's just helping people. And uh, that's uh, one of the most impressive things. There are many. And oh, by the way, I will say you are amazing. So Okay, thank you. <laughs> well, you are too, I wanna say. You know, like we've all got incredible capacities and, and um, I think, you know, the thing that I, I didn't realize is that I, you know, I've, I was basically a big crash and burn before I, I, I have no success story, you know, like I, I wasn't somebody who just felt like, wow, the world is my oyster. I was like, oh, wow. I've just like, not whatever the opposite is, the world is my, it's, there's no pearl here, you know. <laughs> It's just, but I, I, I guess the only thing that I did have that was in my, I'm white and I'm middle class, and I don't want to minimize the in the just enormity of those two things, which have nothing to do with the fact that I do well, in, I have done well in life. They are huge, huge blessings that I have white privilege. So I don't want to deny that, you know. I don't want to say it's just me, you know. But the only thing I think that was really in my favor is that I was absolutely open to going, gee, I'm not doing this well at all. I'm absolutely, there's something that is happening over and over and over. I can see there's a pattern, but I don't know what I'm doing, but I know I need to do it different. And so I was really keen to look around and just go, yeah, that's a problem actually, what do I do? So that's where I started and that's the beginning. And, you know, like it's easy to think about loving kindness as going, oh, yeah, you know, that's all soft and easy and, you know, love and peachy. But, okay, here's a question for you, Brian. Now, you've worked for a, a number of years and people have pissed you off over the years. Never. You've... <laughs> right. So now I want you to go, this person I want them to be really happy, not because I want anything for myself. I just want them to be happy. Somebody who's really pissed you off, used you, totally just shafted you. Now <laughs> I want you to go, right, I wish this person the best of all. Yeah, I wish this person the best of all. And do you, do you feel that that is like, how hard is it to do that? You know, I, I thought about it just that moment and thought, well, if I wish that person the best of all, and that actually happens for them, then they will become a better person for other people as well. So I'm all in for it. Very congruent. But, but it, it's not, it's not, it's like, not natural. <laughs> right. And that's a while ago. So maybe if you had somebody yesterday who was rude in the queue or in the line in the store or something, you know, like, it's yeah. like, wow, they're really rude. And then it's like, Gee, I wish this person was super happy. It's it kind of goes against the grain because we want to like rah, 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 it's not there <laughs> and all the rest. It's really hard. So yeah. you know, and in business, you know, there are customers who try and rip us off, and there are mentors who are giving us bad advice, and there are investors who are very self in, in, in interested, and you've just got to kind of go, yep, I I need to be very discerning. And, and I think people think that discernment, lack of discernment and kindness are the same thing. But, um, but it's not true at all. Like if you think about somebody, you, you, really, you really respect and admire. You know, they're probably someone who's really kind, but they're not, they're not with sort of, uh, they're very discerning as well and they're thoughtful, I bet. Would you say that? 
that they're thoughtful. Yeah, and discerning and yeah. open and kind. Yeah, absolutely. But they're not a walkover. Hmm? Oh, no. They're they're not not a... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they stand their space. Right, and that's what this work is. It's like, and it's being able to hear what is difficult and painful, maybe stuff you don't want to know, and then really just going right and and learning to be kind towards ourselves, kind towards others. So anyway, that's what I, my focus is. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and I like you're already going down the path of mindset, right? How to think, uh, how to react. We all have a choice in life. That's what it comes down to. You know, we can either be pissed off forever. And how does that serve us? It doesn't. Uh, we are human. We will go through emotions. We will get upset. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to be human. But then how quickly can you right the ship? How quickly can you decide, like Wendy is just saying, to change that stinking thinking so that you can then stop dwelling on the negative and move toward the positive and be more productive in all facets of your life. And so... I'm curious with you, Wendy, I like to open with a, a question about when you get up, because you know what, being an entrepreneur, it's it's super simple, right? It's like a piece of cake. It's just autopilot after, you know, it only took you 10, 15, 20 years to become an overnight success. And that was because it was so easy. Uh, I'm being totally facetious, as you can tell. <laughs> but, you know, as, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. And there are lots of reasons why. One of them is every day we get up, we know there are going to be setbacks. There are going to be issues. There are going to be hurdles to, to jump over. We may even know of an arduous task that we must get done, and it's looming in front of us. Um, and the, the ones that become successful are those that choose to get past those. And I'm curious for you, Wendy, when you get up in the morning, what's going on in your beautiful brain that keeps you driven, that keeps you saying, I will never give up no matter what, and this is why. And this keeps me driven no matter what I'm about to get through that day that's in front of me, even that week. Uh, what is keeping you driven? Uh, because this is very unique to each individual. And I always love to find out what that is. It's interesting to hear that, actually, because I was thinking this morning, I started a new project. I'm a sort of an what they call an active transport advocate, which is kind of you know, the road, which is a public space. And um, that's not all used privatized with cars, you know, no one else can use it except cars that hoon. So um, I've been really thinking, you know, so this morning, I was thinking, oh, it's all too much, I can't really do it. And then I just realized that, oh, yeah, you know, it, it's actually just a certain amount of time that I need to focus on this. And um, it's not forever. And I just want to see how far I go with it. And it's not a, it's not failure. It's just like, oh, well, what do I, what do I want in my life? Where do I want to be in ten years? What do I want to, this project that I've got going, which I've just started? What do I want? How do I want to be in ten years? And I was thinking about what you were saying just then about, you know, mindset and how long you're going to be. Would you call it stinking thinking? I've, I've never heard that before. I thought that was great. So. And I, I was actually deeply inspired. I worked in an organization and there was a, a woman who was in the finance team and I had quite a bit to do with her. And she came, she was like, everybody would run a mile as soon as she came because she had such a temper. And I personally have quite a temper. I've had to really work with that. That's been my big, it's really good being an angry person because you've got so much to work with. It's such a strong motivator because people hate you when you're angry, actually. People are like, oh my God, I hate this person. This person's a pain in the backside. I do not <laughs> want to have anything to do with And that reduces your efficiency, actually. And it means, you know, like who doesn't want to be liked? You know, it's like such a human thing. Anyway, so this woman, she would come down and she'd be like, she once got a whole pile of folders, like like little manila folders, and she slammed it down. She said, this was a waste of my time. And I had actually just been up with my partner at the time and I was very like hurt and angry and all the rest. And I thought, I am not going to be like that. So I had to learn. I had to really learn and I was really dedicated. And I had to, it was more about in every moment, I had to think, what, what, how is this going to be in 10 years' time? So I'm a great believer in use it or lose it, but I use it in a very different way. So if you want to be a really cranky, irritable person like this finance lady when you're old, 
then you just go right ahead and you practice being angry as much as possible now because later down the track, you will have perfected it without a doubt. That will just be like, wow, yeah, I have perfected the art of being an asshole. <laughs> if you want to be somebody who people respect, admire, come to you with advice and thoughts and ideas, well, how respectful are you to yourself, to others? How kind are you to yourself, to others? How much are you really engaging with what you, what reality you want to have in your life? And, and it's like it's not all them. So this is why I love to work with entrepreneurs because there's the buck stops here. You know, I work with the people who start their businesses because actually there's no wriggle room. You can't just say, it's their fault. It's the CEO's fault. It's the boss's fault because this is this is the deal. It's like I've got to get my shit together. If I if it's not working out, it's my problem. So use it or lose it. If you want to use, if you want to be a kind person, use it. If you want to be an angry person, use it. If you don't want to be an angry person, lose it. But it's only in this moment that you can do it. It's not later. It's not when this is finished. It's not when this person is out of your life. You've, I really learned that I just needed to, 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 to just shut, excuse my very good English, shut the fuck up if I was going to say something, which was going to be horrible. Like people say horrible things to their partners and their children. It's like, really? what are you doing if you want this person to love you forever and be in contact with you forever don't say it so that's where I had to learn I had a foul temper let me tell you <laughs> I love it oh we got a couple people in here saying hi Rob Howes welcome great day to you too from LinkedIn David Penrose hello from Alabama how are you doing David I have a feeling I know that gentleman I know that name yeah, so that was fantastic. We uh, we talk about, I mean, you're going down the same paths that I learned in neuro-linguistic programming, which was how to be at cause. So basically not pointing fingers at other people and being angry at them, but is there some way somehow I could have caused or be responsible for, and even if it's the most infinitesimal amount, is there some way somehow that I had something to do with their reaction or attitude and then the other is just like you're saying, it's like, you know, you can let your circumstances control your attitude or you can let your attitude dictate your circumstances. It's a choice and we all have it equally. It's what I've found, uh, Wendy, is it, this isn't surprising, but it's it's really neat is that the most successful people are those that do the latter. You know, they let their uh, attitude dictate their circumstances. It doesn't mean bad things won't happen to you. I'm not saying that, but when that bad thing does happen to you, you use your attitude to dictate what's going to happen after that bad thing happens or that negative encounter, whatever the case may be. And then combine that with being at cause. It's very empowering. So what Wendy is saying, I hope you guys are all listening, guys and gals are all listening, intently taking great notes because what it, what she's telling you is a recipe for success. Many people will just go, oh, this is that mindset woo-woo stuff. Uh, I used to be one of those. And man, when I finally woke up about 10 years ago and learned this at a deep level, it is a game and life changer. So don't take what Wendy is saying lightly. Please take notes and ingrain this into your being, integrate it into your being, and start serving yourself better going forward. Is that is that kind of summing up okay, Wendy? You got more? I know you got more. <laughs> I've got like, oh yeah, and then that, and then <laughs> I just, you know, it's so lovely to hear, you know, to engage. One of the things, you know, and, and it's not finished. Like, it's not like you do a course or you do a weekend retreat or you whatever, and it's finished. This is an ongoing process. So this morning I was meditating because I meditate every day. You know, I mean, I'm a meditation coach, so I'm going to do that. Um, but it's just it's not so much because I want peace of mind. It's actually that I want to know what crap that I've kind of, that is making me blind to seeing what is around me. So this morning I was meditating and I'm going, there's some quality, there's an emotion here that is consistent with all these stories that I've got going, whirring through my mind. And, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things about, you know, you shouldn't have a distracted mind. You should have a clear mind. Otherwise you're not meditating. 
but I actually like to think of it slightly differently. I think of it as a treasure hunt. It's really about that that mind is kind of going nuts because there's an emotion underneath in that mix that is not being owned. And so I was sitting there kind of going, there is something similar about all of them. I don't know what it is. Um, what? And I, then I kind of ask myself, well, what is the emotion common to all these thoughts? And then, you know, an hour later, I'm in the kitchen preparing breakfast and I'm like, oh, I'm ignoring other people. Other people are ignoring me. And it sort of sets up this sense of being, you know, like I've got to fight, I've got to really get my voice heard or whatever it is. And it's really important to kind of go, that's what I've spent my whole life kind of working with is I feel like as a kid there was tons of stuff going on, you know, like let's not, you know, there's tons of stuff going on. And I just felt really ignored in my pain. So uh, I've been trying to get my voice heard ever since. And now that I know that that's such a big driver, it's like, oh, is that it? Okay, now I'm more sensitive to when I ignore other people. When people say things that I don't, I don't want to hear, I'm like, I'm ignoring that actually. And that's not wise. That's not discerning. I'm not saying you have to take on board everything, but you, it's good to just observe what is here. And if somebody's saying, you know, when I was doing my psychotherapy training, one of the women said, the one common denominator, she's, she was really, she had this huge family, like 10 people or something. And she said, I've had relationships with men. I've had relationships with women. I've got this huge family. I've had lots of jobs. The one common denominator in all my relationships is me. What am I doing in this? I thought, wow, that is so true. And if people are telling you the same thing over and over and over, the one common denominator in all these relationships is you. So what are you doing? And it's not about just simply, oh, well, dismissing or just kind of I'll just fix it. You've got to go into the emotion. And it's not until you go into the emotion that, it changes. It's like, oh, it's really crap. Because when you're dealing with humiliation and shame and guilt and stuff, like who wants to kind of acknowledge, actually, I felt deeply pained by the humiliation. And sometimes I'm an ass and I'm and I humiliate myself, you know, and and I don't want to go, oh man, I was just so crap. Oh bad, bad, bad Wendy. You know, like I have to kind of own all that. So and then I'm like, then it becomes light. It stops being so serious. And then I go, yeah, that guy, he messed it up too, you know, and then I'm not so judgy and blamey about how could they mess it up, you know. So, yeah, I, yeah, think I, you, I hope I answered the question. Yeah, when you're able to free yourself from the, those kind of thoughts, that that's it's what it does. It frees you. It liberates you to now blossom, right, to, you know, in the beginning, it's like you feel like you're this beautiful flower, but you've got a, a bed of weeds choking you out. You know, all that negativity and the, the anger and the reactions. But then when you get those weeds cleaned out of there, you're you're free to thrive and just be you and shine and, and blossom. And that's what I was um, imaging as you were talking about that. Oh, yeah, David, that's right. I remember Deborah Lady Law Speaks. Deborah Reisdorf, yes, good friend. Uh the Alabama part. All right. You guys weren't went to Alabama. I love it. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you, brother. And Wendy, my goodness. Yeah. Um, so you're listen to what Wendy's saying again, because, you know, it's all about what's going on up here. Emotions, reactions to situations. Uh, it's like you're projecting onto others what you are receiving. Right. That's what I was hearing is like if if they're ignoring you, it's because you ignore other people. It's a projection that's coming back. It's like, oh man, that's hard for us to take too. I don't like hearing that. It's like, well, that, that guy's being a jerk to me. Oh, wait, I wonder <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Uh, that's just coming right back at me. It's so true though. And it's so tough to self acknowledge when that comes up, isn't it? I mean, we're, we're ego driven beings and we don't like to know or think that we're wrong or we've done wrong. Um, how, how is it, how do you find that folks can get over that? Uh, are there tools, techniques, uh, that you have come across and that you employ for your clients that help them to rewrite their ship, to rewire what they've been thinking all this time, you know, that stinking thinking. 
uh, into something nice. <laughs> well, I think you've just said it. You've just got to own your, like, it's really horrible. Like, I remember when I, I started therapy and I thought I was the good guy. Like, and I always thought, you know, they're the problem. What did you call it? The weeds, you called it. You know, they're the problem. I'm really good and I'm really amazing. Even when I'm right. And I, one time I was sort of awake at three o'clock in the morning and I was going, just, I thought, I'll start listening to the thoughts. And I thought, yeah, I'm always the good guy. And even when I'm not a good guy, well, they should know why I, I did X, Y, Z. And, and it's like, you know, maybe I'm not the good guy. Maybe I'm the trouble. But I did want to just put in a caveat there. I have been in a, there's a family member of mine who's quite difficult. And, well, I have a difficult relationship with this person. And I tried and tried and tried and tried. And I kept thinking, well, it's me, it's me, it's me. And then I realized, actually, this is verbal abuse. So mm -hmm. I think it's really important to say there is a point where you should maybe walk away for your own well-being and also if this person is actually being abusive or deeply unkind your presence in their world which is being which is triggering that behavior inside of them is actually not good for them either mm. so it's 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 really wise and this is where the discernment to be kind to yourself and be kind with others. And I'm not saying, you know, just walk out, you know, willy nilly, but right. you, there is a really important thing where you've got to kind of figure out what's good and what's not for sure. For sure. There were like 10 things I wanted to answer in your thing. And now I'm going, Oh, what was all that? <laughs> I totally concur with that. Uh, you know, I've had personal relationships that I've had to walk away from for that reason, for those reasons. It was just, it became uh, toxic a little bit, uh, not horrible, but just enough to where it's like, you know, this is pulling me down and it's, it's just not getting any better. And then recently it was a corporate relationship with another business and uh, several people within it. And the moment, and it was a difficult decision to sever ties. I had a lot invested and I knew that if I walked away, that investment's gone. They weren't going to do any uh, retribution of any kind. I did that. And I got to tell you, Wendy, I mean, the moment that we got off of the back and forth messaging and it was official that I was no longer involved in it. The moment that that happened, I felt so good and so liberated. The money meant nothing to me at that moment. And it still doesn't to this day. I'm not happy about it, but um, it doesn't drive me like it used to. It used to be this ogre hanging over my head all the time until I got that severed and out of my life. Wow. Everything opened up. So totally concur with uh, everything you're talking about right here, for sure. And, and, and what's really interesting, thank you for sharing that story. It's a lovely story. And what's really interesting about that is that the money was the kind of what you wanted, but when it came down to would you rather have, this is a really good question to ask, so yeah. uh, in terms of your previous question, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And I was like, oh, well, when I'm right, I'm happy. That was where I, that was my, I came from a very self-righteous family where everyone had a huge opinion about everything and while well, they still do. So, but I just realised, hey, does it really matter? And at the end of the day, like the money hurt, like the fact that you don't have money, that money, there's no joy. There's no fun in that. Like who wants to be poor? That And poverty is not a joke. You know, it's not like bad mindset because you're poor. It's just there's a lot of complicated sociological factors that come to poverty. You know, there's, there's lots of co-contributors in there. But at the end of the day, actually what you said is, my well-being is more important than the money. And yeah. I think certainly in, a, in the US where it's, you don't have universal health care, so I do. I'm in Australia we, and we have, um, we have a lot of, it's not perfect. And it's been whittled down over the decades, but it is, it is here. Um, but, but the money is not as important as we think it is generally speaking, as long as we've got enough to pay our rent and our medical bills yeah. and, our and you know, food, then actually that's all we need. And I think it's really there's so much stuff on the social media, be successful, make millions. I can make you millions. And it's like, wow, that's great. I'd love to, oh, well, I'd love to be, you know, squillionaire. But, I, you know, Jeff Bezos, it doesn't matter how much money he has, he just wants more. So it's like 
uh, you know how what what at what cost you know it cost him his marriage it cost him you know we don't know the relationships he has but it's like wow is it really worth it that's what you're saying there and I think that's what I like about meditation is that it's an like a, a certain moment in the day where you go what is really going on here what is worth where is my time and where am I clear about where are my blind spots how much am I just hooked in um, and just doing it because I want to be right. Would you rather be right or be happy? So there you go. That's kind of like my contract with my wife. That's what I say. Would I rather be right or would I rather be happy? <laughs> it's 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 universal. It's awesome. Hey, I want to switch gears real quick because we haven't even touched on it. This is on me for not bringing it up yet, but we're going to now. Wendy, you have a business. You are an entrepreneur. I would like to learn more about what you do because honestly, I don't know. I've, I've researched a little, I have an idea, but I'd like to hear it straight from you. And, and what is it you do? What type of people or corporations do you serve? Like what is your target market? And then by all means, if you have a success story or two or something that is profound that you just wanna let people know about related to what you do, then please, by all means, do that as well. And while you do that, I'll bring it up on the screen. But this is all about, ladies and gentlemen, kindly cut the crap. I love that name. <laughs> so take it away, Wendy. <laughs> it's just really interesting, just about the business name. So my thing was that I, I think it's really important to get to the point, cut the wheat from the chaff, figure out what's good. Um, I'm, as you can tell, a very direct person, but <laughs> certainly kindness is really, really essential. And um, and that's really what I'm down. What I'm really interested in is, you know, I've I worked in a lot of corporations and a lot of uh, academic institutions and hospitals and stuff, and I just saw that people want to do well, but there's all this stuff that gets in the way of their own, you know, their own ego needs and you know childhood yearnings and pain. And so it's really about going, well, actually, this can be different. You don't have to be a horrible person. And no one's hoodwinked by any of your games and shenanigans. Like, don't, don't, don't play those games. Um, and so that's why I started. And I really, my focus is on entrepreneurs and startup founders and CEOs because there's this huge desire to, like at the end of the day, the buck stops here. When you are wrong and you make a mistake, this is because you, like, you have to take responsibility for it. But it's really hard, the, the pressure is huge. So I like to work with these people because the mind is really engaged. It's very responsible. It's really, I want this to work. So that's... Um, that's why I like to do that. And fundamentally, I just want people to get on. You know, I've been in so many workplaces where it's like horrible. And really, that just does not do anybody any favors. You know, for as long as um, one person is unhappy in the organization, they're like a spanner in the works, breeding nastiness. So, and gossip and back chat and all that sort of stuff are markers that, that your, the organization isn't being managed well and uh i think one of the things that is really difficult is that people are so like back-to-back -back meetings all day every day and i think that's why i like those smart teams and that smart workbook is because it really asks the question what meetings do you need to be a part of um so so that's what i what i use uh that's the approach i have so i just basically try and get people to meditate um and i don't actually lead the meditation generally i just Sort of go what do you want to learn what are you doing what's your practice you can choose an app you can choose whatever you like what are the obstacles arising what are the emotional challenges you're experiencing how are you setting up the routine so i'm really there at the support side of things to get it up and running i don't really lead the the meditations it's not what i'm interested in different people like different meditations you just do your thing um but my best story i i just love this story so um, I was actually talking with a client yesterday and this is my good news, good, really fantastic story. So I um, started working with him. He was a little bit um, interested in meditation and Buddhism and he wanted to know a little bit more. So um, he, we started working together and he was very shy 
unself-confident, unsure about what he should do, very introverted, um, had had some bad experiences at school. And then, um, and so he wanted to work with that, but he didn't want to be a horrible person. He wanted to be a really successful entrepreneur. He's in his early 30s and um, he he did, looked at those books and, and really thought about, well, what sort of leader does he want to be? You know, does he want to be a Jeff Bezos or does he want to be a Dan Price? And, of course, he wants to be a Dan Price. But so in the beginning he was quite nervous. He tried this startup. He actually left his really well-paid job too soon. This is a big problem with found, um founders is they actually think they are ready earlier than they are that you need to do a lot of a lot of double work and double side job for a lot it's like years and years if you do it sooner than that it's too soon um and he really engaged with the ideas with buddhism with meditation it took in the beginning he's like oh it's so hard to get to 10 minutes and then 12 minutes and then 15 minutes and then he's like I can't get to 20 and now he's going okay so just do 16 minutes and he said I'll do 17 and then he kind of realized it was all a game in his own mind and now he's uh he went back to the organization he left he was on a contract role conditions were actually heaps better and he's just been he did manage some projects really well much better than if he had stayed and he used all the principles in the books and then he now has been given these really high-profile, complex um, projects to work on and his boss is, like, his profile is heaps, heaps, like he's just going through the roof. So, and he does that because of the meditation because he's like, I know now when I, I don't meditate, I'm just not as, I'm not able to see things, the mud, so 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 well and um he gets on better with his family he gets on better with his friends and he's more discerning about who he chooses his time with what he does with his time he's healthier he's kinder all this sort of stuff and he hasn't really changed he's already a nice guy but he wasn't having the business success now he's really got the business success he's seen very well from his um by his boss he's, he's going to be a, a star for sure yeah i love that yeah i was a former personal uh, certified personal trainer and i that's the same thing with the body when you work out when you exercise you're you're like an alignment it just it's like a reset an amazing thing and i always say the mind and body are a team and so working out your mind in your in your sense where you meditate and you you take care of the mind uh you exercise the mind gently and, and wonderfully now you have a, a team that's banging on all cylinders that are both in the same game, uh, which makes it a lot easier for you to achieve more. So I really uh, resonate with what you're saying about uh, the meditation of this gentleman. And how does that feel to you having had a part in changing that man's life? I mean, it's super cool. It's just <laughs> really nice. It's really like, you know, he's, he did the work. I mean, I tell lots of people about the books and, and things like that and I tell lots of people about meditation. Um, and some of them take it sort of more, more. how would I say, is it to heart or something? They really apply it, really just take it responsibly. He was hungry for that knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so he absolutely applied that. And that that's what makes So, yes, I introduced him. And it's beautiful to watch. And... But it's him who did the work. All I did was tell him about a couple of books. You know, that's him who did the work. I have a feeling you did a little bit more than that. <laughs> I unpacked a few few blind spots and I keep him on track. Like I don't let him get away with anything. You know, I'm Good. just like, yeah, you've got to be careful of like the mirror and being, you know, like judging people who aren't as ambitious and being kind of like self-righteous like you've got to keep that in check these are the markers of what you're doing you know i'm not like that only those people over there are like that that's <laughs> like <laughs> i love it i love it wendy nash you are amazing um we're getting near the end of the show which always saddens me it always comes so daggone fast uh, i did promise everyone that i would show them how they could enter to win a five night stay at a five-star luxury resort we're going to do that in just a moment and wendy what i like to do on this show is i close the show with 
every guest with the same question. And the interesting, it, it kind of started by accident. It actually did. I would ask it on occasion. And I started realizing, hey, that's a pretty profound answer. Hey, that was another pretty profound answer. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to make that part of how we end this thing. Uh, it's really profound. It's It can be a little personal, and I'll explain that more in a bit. Don't worry. Uh, there's no big deal to it. But before we do that, real quick, everyone watching and listening, get out your pens. You're going to write this down. You're not going to go there right now. You don't need to. We will pick a winner after the show's over, so you have plenty of time. So I'm going to put it up on the screen and read it. This is for you. those of you watching live. Remember, if you're not watching live, all you have to do is go to themindbodybusinessshow.com and register, and you will get notified the next time we go live. We go live at least once a week, sometimes twice, and we don't sell or pitch anything from those uh, notifications. So here it is. I'm going to put it up on the screen. So write this down. What you want to do after the show is over is go to ryp.im forward slash vacation guest experts are allowed to enter as well ryp.im that's you wendy forward slash vacation and i i gotta tell you there you're going to see an amazing amazing uh choice of places to visit uh it's all over the world the vacation stay is completely complimentary all you have to do is get the travel to and from uh, and pay resort fees. And all of that is explained once you are uh, declared the winner. And yes, you can travel to someplace somewhat nearby. So your travel expenses are minimized as well. You have lots of choices. You don't want to miss this. Go to ryp.im forward slash vacation. After the show's over, write it down. And we know when our live show finishes. So if you're listening to this later and you enter, we'll have an idea that you weren't watching live. So I wouldn't go that route. <laughs> so that's it. Go ahead and do that. And now we're going to get back to the woman of the hour, Wendy Nash. And we're going to ask her that one final juicy, profound question. I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. What's he going to ask me? <laughs> yeah. And here's the beautiful thing about it, Wendy. There is no such thing as a wrong answer to this question. And it's, it's actually just the opposite. The only correct answer is yours. And that's all that makes it personal. It just makes it unique to you. That is it. And so some will have the answer like, bam, immediately. Others take some time and ponder. That too is perfect. There's nothing wrong either way. It Because it's your answer, it makes it absolutely 100% perfectly correct. So there's nothing to lose. Are you ready? Ready, set, go. <laughs> I love it. All right. Wendy Nash, how do you define success? I think it is. Let me think about that because I'm not a very financially minded person. Like I'm not, I'm not all about the money. What do I think is success? I think it's really just a sense of peace within that we feel like we have what we need, that we live a life of dignity, that we are kind to ourselves and others, that we are thoughtful in our interactions. Gosh, it sounds so earnest and boring. Gosh, I'm so, so like, oh, crap. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think just, just, I don't know. What do I think is success? I just think it's being just nice. And simple and straightforward and not up yourself. There you go. <laughs> I love it. And you know how that's going to end, don't you? Here it comes. Yes. <laughs> Ducking out of the way of the dropping smart bombs, knowledge bombs, bombs of wisdom. <laughs> Wendy Nash, you have been an absolute joy to talk to today. I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, the One of the wonderful things I've noticed uh, about everyone I've had on this show that answered that question, to a person, not one, not a, and I've been doing this, uh, we're well over 200 shows, three years, uh, not one single person said it was about money. You said, the first thing you said is, I'm not about the money. It's not about that. And it's often the very first thing that you say is the true one. And yours was to have a sense of peace that kind of that kind of encapsulated everything else you said after so it was beautiful so and that's the thing it's unique to you and it's amazing the other thing that's amazing to me wendy is 
after doing this all these years, no two people yet have answered that question the same exact way. It's it's kind of mind blowing to me. You would think, how do you find success? There'd be 20 people say the same thing. That's why it, it's how we end our show. And speaking of that, that's a very sad thing, but we must do that because it is time to shut her down for the night. But I just wanted to one last time tell you, Wendy, I truly appreciate you. You're a blessing and thank you for coming on all the way from Queensland, Australia. Woo, this is amazing. So thank, thank you, you so much. Um, do you have one final parting word of advice for anyone? Uh, let's go to your target market. Those that are just doing, they're starting up their own business as a CEO. What would one piece of advice in one sentence be to that person? If you could think of it right now. When you've got a problem, bring it to mind, go for a run, clean the house, meditate, whatever it is that you want to do and just say, what am I not seeing about this? Boom or bomb. Bomb. And I was moving out of the way because I got my picture at the back of the space. It comes from San Francisco. My friend, my really good friend gave it to me from San Francisco and it had a fold down the middle. So I thought I'm just going to make it a window. So it's actually why it's got a little frame in the middle. I love it. I love it. Shout out to the friend from San Francisco. Thank you for that. All right. On behalf of the amazing Wendy Nash, I am Brian Kelly, the host of the Mind Body Business Show. Until next time, keep crushing it. Keep serving others. And above all, be blessed all. Have a great, great evening. We'll talk to you and see you again very soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.